I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 606 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we have the absolute honor of having an American hero returning to the podcast today. Tim Kennedy is a very unique individual who really just crushes everything he puts his mind to. He's a combat veteran, Green Beret sniper, who was awarded the Bronze Star, amongst many other awards. He is a former professional UFC fighter with an MMA record of 18 and 6. He has a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu. He is a very successful entrepreneur who owns multiple successful businesses, including Ranger Up, which is a premium apparel company, and Sheepdog Response, which is a tactical training company. He's a producer and a TV host who has starred on such shows as the History Channel's Hunting Hitler and Discovery's Hard to Kill. He is a best-selling author of a brand new book out today, Scars and Stripes. More importantly than all this, he is a first-class father all the way. I am extremely honored to welcome him back to the podcast today. We are truly blessed as a nation to have guys like Tim Kennedy fighting for our freedom. Freedom is something that Tim loves, fights for. He has bled for it. And it's such an honor to welcome him back to the podcast today. Tim Kennedy will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Tim Kennedy was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between the Green Beret and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, if you guys enjoyed today's interview with Tim Kennedy and you'd like to hear some of the other Green Berets who I've had the honor of speaking with right here about fatherhood and family life, go back and check out my interviews with Green Berets such as Medal of Honor recipient Matthew Williams, uh, Zach Hughes, Evan Hafer, and most recently Congressman Michael Waltz. All some of the Green Berets who I've had the absolute honor of speaking with right here on First Class Fatherhood. This Friday, if you are in the New Jersey area, specifically Monmouth County, I will be doing a book signing event at the Barnes & Noble in Homedale, New Jersey. I will also be recording a live podcast interview with the mayor of my hometown here in Middletown, New Jersey, Mayor Tony Perry. So if you are in the neighborhood, I'd love for you guys to stop by, grab a signed copy of First Class Fatherhood, Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads, and check out the live event. I'll also be doing a giveaway, including gift cards from multiple businesses, uh, local businesses right here in Middletown, New Jersey. And we are getting closer and closer to Father's Day. I have gotten a tremendous lineup for you guys next week. You do not want to miss out. I've got a current UFC champion joining me, as well as a former capital regime of the Colombo crime family. Uh, You don't want to miss that one. Also, one of the most popular bachelors ever in the history of the show, The Bachelor, will be joining me. And a Fox News host will be returning to the podcast. So be sure you follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the upcoming guest announcements. Get yourself a copy of First Class Fatherhood, the book. The link is right there in the description as well. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you buy books. If you have purchased a copy, please hit me with a rating or review. Always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast, Every Father, in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Tim Kennedy. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Tim Kennedy. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Dude, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, let's get an update there. I believe four kids. I don't know if you had any since the last time we spoke, but how old are the kids now and how are they doing? All right, so I've got a sophomore in college, a freshman that's looking at going to the Air Force. They're both killing it. 
my little ones, I have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old. Seven-year-old just pretty much won every single award that could be won as uh, in the lacrosse league. Most passes, most assists, most goals scored. Um, so I'm pretty proud of him on the athletic side, and he's just killing it. His Spanish is perfect. Um, he's fully, absolutely like Spanish speaker. So it's pretty cool. When I get back on my next uh, foreign trip, I think I'm going to take them down to South America for a little bit. So he can hablar with some of his people. And then the two-year-old is a monster. Wow. Very cool, Tim. And I know you got the new book, uh, Scars and Stripes. We're going to jump into that in just a second here. Uh, but I know, listen, obviously, um, at, at Green Beret, you've been on the front lines fighting for this country. Uh, we've heard the, the front line move to the medical centers last year with the, the COVID pandemic. I would argue that right now the front line seems to be at the school boards across the country right now with what's going on with our parents. I mean, it's a scary time for parents right now in this country. So I just kind of wanted to get your take. I know you started the school uh, down in Texas there. What's your take on what's going on? Because I have four kids myself and what's happening right now uh, is kind of scary across this country. What's your take on everything going on with the kids right now? Yeah, so... My, my babies are never going to set foot a day into public school. Um, I think they have left the reservation. I don't think that they have had the students' best interests in mind for a long time. And, um, and parents have been too busy and too complacent and too concerned about COVID or masks or vaccines to be paying attention to, uh, to what has happened in the school boards. And uh, those school boards care about one thing, and it's not your children. So uh, until parents wake up, until parents start, you know, doing marches for um, school choice, you know, other options, making making sure that parents have a say in what and how a child is educated. But right now, which is, you know, complacently complacency kills. And unfortunately, it's been killing our education system. Yeah, it's kind of frightening. We're fortunate and blessed. I've made some sacrifices. My kids are going into Catholic school. Uh, so they're not, I mean, here in New Jersey, where I am, they just installed where they're going to start teaching kids in the fall about sexual orientation as young as first and second grade. So it's just gotten really, you know, kind of out of whack. And the other thing, just because as we're speaking today, this uh, new ministry of truth uh, just got abandoned. They just put a pause and a cancel on this entire thing that they were doing. But free speech uh, has been something else that's been really under attack here. I just did an interview with Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, they pulled it down off YouTube, pulled it down off TikTok. I mean, it's like uh, they're controlling what we're allowed to say and when we speak about some of these issues uh we're really getting under attack especially parents that show up at school boards they're getting called domestic terrorists so uh i mean you're you're a guy that's laid it on the line for us here what is your take on the free speech getting quieted by so many people as well and how do we how do we fight back against that you have to be brave and courageous you know um i'm not asking that that people um, you know, jump on top of their, a grenade that rolls into their foxhole, but I'm asking you to go to your school board meeting. You know, I'm asking you to go to your PTA meeting. I'm asking you to start running for office. I'm asking you to start running for that school board position. Cause if you don't, somebody else that does not care about your child is going to run for that position and they want power, they want to control, and they want to push a narrative that is not the best thing for your child. Um, nothing should be happening in a school besides educating. There should be no propaganda. There should be no ulterior motives. There should only be, I'm here to educate. I want to create critical thinkers. And, um, we are so far from that right now that we're, we're at a dangerous precipice that parents either need to start getting involved and start fighting. And I mean, like 
tooth and nail at every single school board meeting. They need to be there. They need to be making a ruckus. They need to be um, making sure that their child matters. Yeah, right on with that, Tim. Well said. And then and bringing it into you as a dad here, obviously you put yourself in some dangerous situations uh, all throughout your life. You, you were going to cut, co- you cover a lot of that in your book. Uh, you, you, you seem to thrive in that area, but what is it like? Does that transition to you as a dad, when you watch your kids go through sort of dangerous situations, uh, have to go through failures, does that kind of carry over? Is that something you can instill into your kids, like how to respond into these dangerous situations and overcoming failure? What's that like for you as a dad? Yeah. I think the same fierceness that you take into everything, you know, like you're, you're, I consider myself like a fierce husband and I, and a fierce entrepreneur. And, you know, I, I, I tried to be philanthropic and fiercely philanthropic, you know, like I, I, it's no different than how I am as a father, you know, like I want to be a fierce father. I want to be present. I want to be active. I want to be involved. You know, I want to be on the sidelines of every game. I want to be, you know, coaching. I want to be, you know, I want to hear, the first words that come out of that mouth of that little girl is daddy. The moment she sees me, you know, not anything else. Like, not that I have to be the center of their worlds, but I definitely want to make sure that if I need to be the center of their world and that's what they want, that I'm there. Very cool. Would you uh, be comfortable with your older kids? I guess, or, or uh, would you be comfortable with them reading your new book? That's uh, that's out now. Or what would you, when would you want your little ones? Uh, what age would you say they'd have to be before they could take a peek at it? I mean, that, 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 uh, that is an adult book. It is a, uh, it is, there's foul language when I was in the military, there are coming of age decisions, you know, when I was a young man, man making bad decisions and uh, it's all in there. It's all very visible. It's all very transparent. Um, my, my daughters, uh, had lots of questions, um, and, uh, you know, and, and it created great opportunities for Socratic discussions. Um, some of them were uncomfortable. But that's that's the cool thing about having critical thinkers for, you know, young women as my children, because we can have real conversations. I, I, I have such respect for them as as like young humans now that I, I love their perspective. Very cool. And, and then jump into two parts here, I guess, uh, about the book is what made you decide to write this book and did in writing the book and you traveling back throughout your life. Uh, was it challenging for you at certain points? Was it emotional? What was the experience like for you to go back and kind of relive it all? And, and who was the book for? So the, there's a bunch of questions right there. You just fired away. Um, I w- wrote the book now because I, I think we need we need truth and transparency and real experts now more than ever. You know, in an era of propaganda and the ministry of truth and and censorship and you know everyone pretending that there's something they're curating their and editorializing their Instagram feeds and their TikTok and their Snapchats, you know, it's all, it's all fake, right? It's, it's all lies. It's all smoke and mirrors. So I wrote this book now so people could have a truthful, transparent, real, um, recounting about what it means to live and what it means to fail and what it means to struggle. And that's okay. You know, and, um, like people see me, you know, in UFC fights, you know, getting my hand raised in main events and standing on top of mountains and, you know, running successful businesses, but like they, they missed all of the failure and that's the important stuff. And that's why that book is so important now. Um, and you know, this book is for everyone. You know, I think everybody that picks up this book is going to find something relatable in this book. You know, they're going to be like, man, I remember that. You're like, I remember going and stealing inner tubes and thinking I was like the biggest criminal on the planet so I could go float in a river. 
I remember like making that decision or their first fist fight or the first time that, you know, they fought a bully. Like everybody remembers those first moments. And, um, mine aren't pretty. Like I did not write this book through a rose colored lens. And, uh, and, and I think because of that, it is very relatable and people are like, man. And if you hated me before, cool. You're going to hate me even more now. Cause every reason why you hated me is in there because I'm an imperfect human and all of my imperfections are in black and white right in front of you. Wow. Wow. Incredible stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm dropping a link uh, to the book in the description of this podcast. So, uh, my listeners can get over there and get a copy of my, the majority of my listeners are all dads, all fathers. One thing I stress on this show all the time, Tim, is we got a fatherless crisis going on in our country. There's been an attack on the nuclear family unit, an attack on manhood. Uh, so many of these issues, I think, are leading to so many of the problems that we're seeing in our society today uh, with the rise in crime, drug use and just the the, the chaos that we're seeing. Uh, I think if we get more dads back into the home and involved in their kids lives, I think most of these troubles we're seeing would start to go away. What's your take? Yeah, the um, a child with a present family, um, a, a child with a mom and dad that are involved and, com- and that are committed and wanting to see the best for their child. That 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 child has every opportunity for success. And then every moment that you pull away, and every moment that you aren't present, and every moment that you're not involved, and every moment that you're not intentional in your child's life, that is a moment that is capitalized on not evil, not, but maybe not good. And, uh, so why not use every moment to create a positive opportunity for that child? Um, and every moment that you're not there is a moment that could be given to anything. Yeah, very well said, Tim. And, and, you know, I'm kind of curious. I had, uh, Michael Waltz on the podcast. He was the first green beret, uh, congressman, uh, you've been in the, uh, the UFC arena, which is obviously a scary place to be, but even scarier than that may be the political arena. I'm sure you've been asked this many times, but have you ever considered uh, throwing your, your hat into the ring there and getting involved and in making a political run? Yeah, so Mike, Mike Waltz is an old teammate of mine. We, we're, uh, we, we literally served together in the same unit. Uh, good, I, I consider him a good friend. I'm really proud of everything that he's doing. Um, no, I... Uh, I... I can't go into why um, it's not in the book, but uh, you know, you, you peel back some layers uh, when I was a government contractor uh, um, politics is off the table for me. Uh, it'd be too damaging for my family. It'd be maybe too damaging for, you know, the country. And there's some, some unforgivable things that without context uh, people would never understand uh, you know, like 20 years in special operations, 10 of it was, um, not active duty working for a variety of different organizations. So, you know, it's politics is off the table. Yeah, understood. But I'll tell you what, we, we definitely need voices like yours. There's a lot of uh, veterans now, special forces guys, Navy SEALs that I've had on here that are now entering uh, into politics. I think we definitely need that. That's one of the problems, though, too, Tim, is that uh, because of the attacks that do come on your family, uh, so many good people that could represent us don't even dare run because of what they have to go through. So that part of it uh, scares a lot of the guys off. But we definitely need some voices like yourself uh, to be in there. And obviously, you know, your, your legacy still being written, but your legacy will be talked about from the UFC uh, to your special operations uh, career. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be as a father? Um, you know, I, I got kind of two, two chances at being a father. You know, my big girls, um, I missed the first 10 years of their life because I was at war. And, um, 
you know, thankfully they, they have amazing moms that were very, very present and were very, very committed and compensated for my lack of interaction and involvement. And, uh, and now with my wife and our two young kids, I, I, I had a total do over. Um, so w- what I, what I hope is that I'm going to be able to write that I'll be able to relay, I'll be able to relate all of these lessons about these, you know, these two chances and, um, and kind of my observations about what does it mean to be a present parent? What, you know, to, to, to actually do as I say, and to do as I do, you know, not to do as I say, not as I do. So they'll, cause they see everything, they understand everything. And, and, um, like the legacy is for other parents to be able to be like, man, I learned from this and, uh, here's my chance to do it right. Yeah. Great stuff. And obviously you got the book out right now, Scars and Stripes. Uh, what's next for you? I know you're doing the book tour kind of deal right now. What kind of goals? You've always got your hand in something else here with the sheepdog, whatever defense, whatever it may be. What kind of is your next uh, goals or plans do you have set for yourself here coming up? Yeah. So like obviously book tour will be, uh, you know, 200 miles an hour, all, all committed. It's a crazy tour. Um, and then after the book tour will be, um, dropping into, you know, Ukraine's happening right now and the nonprofit that I work with, um, Save Our Allies is in Ukraine and um, I have work in and around that area supporting that effort. So I know I have to go overseas shortly to, to go help and support that. Um, and uh, everything else is, is, is ensuring that as many people get their hands on this book as I possibly can get. So, um, you know, people can hopefully learn from my Yeah, I lost you one second there. I got you. Yeah, I got you loud and clear. Okay, yeah. All right. All right, yeah, very well said, uh, Tim. Last thing I want to hit you with here, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Fearless. Be fearless. Um, I, uh, you know, holding that baby for the first time, it's going to feel surreal. It's going to feel unreal. It's going to be so frightening. And, um, you know, courage and bravery, everybody's scared, but courage and bravery is still doing something. Even when you are scared, um, like trusting that, that amazing miracle of a child that is in your hands is going to grow up to be this incredible contributing member of society. But the only way that that happens is if you are a fearless, intentional parent. So go and be that. Awesome. Uh, I love that. Uh, Tim, it's always an honor that you stop by here. Uh, I'm really just uh, honored to live in a country that produces men like you. Thank you for your service. Uh, You're a first class father all the way. Good luck with the book. And thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Appreciate it, Alec. Thank you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Tim Kennedy for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. 
Don't forget, Tim's new book is out right now, Scars and Stripes. My new book, First Class Fatherhood, Advice and Wisdom from High Profile Dads, is also available. You can knock out your Father's Day shopping list right here in the description of today's podcast episode. Do not miss out on next week's guests. I'm going to have some tremendous dads joining me here on the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who they are. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Your half-truths and tales As tall as the trees And it's all feeling so